This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about audition. You mean that uh, Japanese romantic comedy? That's the one. (laughs) This film came out in 1999. Uh, It's Japanese made. Uh, (laughs) Why'd you pronounce it like that? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Directed by Takashi Mike. <laughs> it's Mika, similar to our Michelle. Uh, Mike. Mike. Takashi Mike. Written by Ryu Murakami and Daisuke Tengan. Tengan. All right. Starring Ryu Ishibashi, Ihi Shilna, Tetsu Sawaki, and that's all you're going to get from me. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good, Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Could have been worse. All right, so this movie uh, is recommended by Alex, but in a weird way. Um, yeah. Alex, give us your backstory, and then we'll see how much of a lie you're doing. Okay. We, I first learned about this movie when we were over, over at Jeff's uh, old place. Old, old place. Yeah. And we were watching the Bravo 100, like, top 100 scariest moments in movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this movie came up. And Rob Zombie's like, oh, yeah, this scared the hell out of me. And then we saw the clips, and I was like, nope, right out of there. There's no way. And so Jeff thought it would be awesome to get that for me as a birthday gift that year. And uh, this was how many years ago now? Ten, Jeez. probably, at least. Jeez. And it's been shrink-wrapped until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I busted out the DVD... And actually, the uh, Bravo 100 Moments is part of the special um, special features on the disc. Oh, really? But yeah, I should probably watch it again. <laughs> All right. Uh, my history is the same. You know, we watched that sh- that thing. I saw it like a few months afterwards. I found I think I got it on old school Netflix, had the red envelope delivered. Watched it. And it's fucked up. Um, but I did. Man, I manned up. I watched it. Uh it's pretty much as fucked up as Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie would say. And I will I had that one uh story to that at Alex's party a bunch of people were uh, a little inebriated uh when I showed up including um special guest uh Brian. And they used to make fun of me because the one time I said it like this movie's so scary Rob Zombie won't even watch it. I guess I kind of overhyped it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I show up when I hand the gift over to Brian. He's or to Alex. Brian is like unconscious on the couch, and he still managed to squeak out, oh, "Alex, it's so scary. Rob Zombie won't even watch it." <laughs> um, and I haven't watched it again since this week because this movie's fucked up. Scott, mm-hmm. so uh, I'd never seen it before watching it for the for the podcast. Uh, heard about it. I. Uh, seen a couple shots um unfortunately i think it was spoiled for everybody over here uh with the promotional materials um which i think is too bad 
but yeah, this is uh, Takashi Mike, as you Takashi Mike, as, as as Jeff said. Uh, this this guy's a prolific. Uh, I don't know necessarily horror, but certainly gore. Uh, he has a couple of great movies with uh, Ichi the Killer, uh, Thirteen Assassins. Um, I highly recommend Thirteen Assassins. That movie's bonkers. Yeah, that movie's awesome. Uh, but yeah, he he's he's known for these just kind of gruesome <laughs> uh, scenes, and yeah, this movie was super fucked up. <laughs> and I will say, this is probably the first Japanese movie I've seen, except for like Seven Samurai or something like that. And so, like earlier this year, when you guys had me watch. Uh, old boy or the other ones i know they're not japanese but when like when they leave america i feel less safe like they have less <laughs> restrictions on them and so like that's and because of this one it's like oh you guys are gonna make and some of it was bad but i think this is still worse as far as just the pure gore or or cringe factor um so anyway let's get into it uh as usual we just want to talk about seven different items from the movie so alex why don't you lead us off what's your number seven my number seven is that this movie starts off so unassuming that it could be the premise for a ridiculous rom-com. Yeah. That's yep. what I was thinking throughout the whole beginning. Yep, my number seven and is I, related to that, yeah. Yeah, it threw me way off. So, yeah, there you go. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, you need a wife? Well, why don't we hold an audition? It's like, what is this, is producers? Yeah, like, I really would have liked, like, kind of what Scott mentioned, like, if you had no idea, like, when you went in that this was a horror movie... <laughs> Yeah, You're just watching it. Oh my god! <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. All right, uh, Scott, number seven. So, kind of in line with what Alex is saying, uh, the inappropriate music for probably the first three quarters of the movie, mm. <laughs> where it's just like light piano music or or stuff. Yeah, that would be way more appropriate for a romantic comedy uh, to throw you off. And and again, it's it bears repeating that. Yeah, it's too bad that the people. Over here, anyways, knew kind of what they were getting into. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number seven is I just... I mean, this movie is a slow build, and I'm going to say most of my st- stuff comes from the end of the movie, <laughs> just because that's when <laughs> all the fucking shit goes crazy. But uh, I do like that everybody knows there's something off about this chick, except for him. Yeah, the, yeah I, I, I yeah. did. That was one of my notes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I do like that people are wanting this one dude's like, hey, something's not right about her. He looks into stuff, and he's like, yeah, she didn't work for that guy, and she never worked at that restaurant, and blah, blah, blah. And then the son, well, the son never met her, right? But he said he wanted to meet her, and he wouldn't let him. It's just these little things. Uh, oh, no, I just thought as the story's going along, you're just like, eh, yeah. And, you know, she's so innocent and cute and sweet, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, in a, in a way, yeah. <laughs> Alex, number six. My number six is that everything is plain at the beginning. Like, the setting is plain. You know, they're Japanese businessmen always, you know, wearing suit, serious faces. His life is pretty damn... The main character's life is pretty damn boring. Even when they hold the audition, I mean, there's uh, some eye-opening moments in the actual audition, but... Most everybody that comes through, it's just there's there's nothing like that stands out about any of them. And the only uh, reason why um, uh, the 
girl stands out. Damn it. What's her name in the movie? Asami. 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 Asami? Yeah. Thank you. Yamazaki. Is because, yeah, Asami stands out only because he, uh, the guy is making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, this is the one he's been waiting for. He asks, like, some weird questions. But she, even she's, like, I mean, she's pretty, but she's not, like, a movie star or supermodel or anything. She's also very plain uh, in uh, visage. And that's mm-hmm. what just freaking, it's... Uh, it it leads into my next moment. Yeah, so so it was one of my notes. She she dresses very plainly, uh, in very simple white. This is very simple dresses. Uh, so yeah, there, there's nothing that really stands out about her, except for all the the torture and the killing. Whoa, well, well yeah. you know, I know potato potato, and the cliven. Right. Scott, number six. And number six is the uh, the additions. Uh, so th- this is the really the the first scene or sequence where you you really get the get shown that wait a minute something's off about this movie. <laughs> uh, there's some mm-hmm. smaller things leading up to that, like some weird close ups on like uh, different things, uh, like when they're eating fish in the beginning. There's a weird close-up on the fish. When they're at the bar, the camera does a close-up to the bartender listening in on them. Uh, just these little quirks. But this is the first time there's actually some kind of fucked-up stuff going on with with all the actresses going through. Um, and how one of them talks about how she just tried to commit suicide. Uh, how one of them just strips her. You don't know whether they asked her to or not. Um, the, the one that came back afterwards... <laughs> which was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just it, it all kind of added up to like maybe this isn't quite. <laughs> maybe this isn't a romantic comedy. You know, again, uh, with with hindsight, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then his his friend kind of asks some fucked up questions too uh, about like working in the sex industry, which is a Japanese thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So but and then, I mean, and then she shows up and it's kind of like painfully awkward uh yeah she's a very like demure like way of speaking and uh he he goes on off on like the awkward rant mm-hmm. but yeah that, that whole sequence i i thought was good like it, it all started with the uh they lowered the shades on the the audition room right that was a nice touch mm-hmm all right. Well, my number six is the on top the audition montage as well, and everything you said. But the one thing I liked about it is, yes, it's creepy. But if it was like um, James Franco and Seth Rogen behind the, the, it could be it could be considered crazy. Girls just take off her clothes. Girl jokes, you know, a jokey suicide attempt, right? Like you could mm. be. Yeah, I guess. Way. I guess it's yeah, it's all how it's filmed. Yeah. 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 If it's um, Seth Rogen. <laughs> You know, yeah, the girl who comes back, right? Like, yeah, in one way it's funny, the other way it's creepy. So I do like that. I was cool about it, and then just they had that one lone chair sitting there, and then yeah, and then those questions that the producer was asked, the other guy was asking, seems like something like a sleazy producer would ask, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't necessarily out of line with his with his character, but yeah, but like it wasn't. I don't know, maybe there was something lost in translation there, but yeah, none of it was 
funny. I don't think it was geared yeah. to be the, be that way. No, I don't think it was either. Yeah. But it could have been if it just put this zany music and some slide whistles. Yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, number five. My number five is this movie's really good at keeping your guard down, even when it's showing you stuff that's fucked up. Like, even at the beginning, throughout the buildup. Like, all of his friends are telling him, uh, you know, all the warning signs from his buddy to his son, all the things that we see as an audience. But we kind of, uh, because of the, um, like, I guess the romantic side of the movie, even though it's really creepy, we kind of, you know, want to root for this guy. It's like, no, it's, you know, love against all odds, and we want to believe it. Even though you see that first shot of her just waiting with a plain old just burlap sack in a room and she's just hunched over like okay that's weird and then the movie keeps going and you kind of get lulled into another false sense of security and then you're going with the flow and then they show an even worse shot than that later and oh it's it was just really good you have more to say about a couple of things you mentioned <laughs> yeah. yeah well i'll just go ahead and jump into my five real quick it's my thing yeah the slow build of this movie is just awesome like if you all yeah. the the classic scenes are at the end except for one thing you just mentioned um but if you were just to have someone come over oh just watch the last 20 minutes or whatever they wouldn't you wouldn't get it right you have to go through all of it in order to yeah. really feel the impact so i agree with you on that all right uh scott number five uh, number five is just a, a, a small scene um i think it's the first time he takes her out to dinner uh, and the, for almost that that whole scene, the camera's just on him as he talks, and I'm, I might be reading way too much in this into this, but uh, at the time I thought like, oh, like things have been flipped around, like she's interviewing him now because he's huh? the one that's just in the middle of the camera, uh, like auditioning for her, um. You know, and then, you know, knowing what we, what I kind of already knew about the movie, I'm like, oh, she's like fucking deciding if she's going <laughs> to reel him in or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was interesting that all of a sudden it, like the role was reversed, like he was putting himself out there for her. And that could have just been, uh, you know, him like genuinely trying to, to just do just that to, to let her know who he was, but. Uh, I couldn't help but think that, like, that was his first, like, real big, uh, I don't know if mistake, but misstep, I guess. I like your take. The only thing I would say is he yeah. doesn't really say anything that would make him fail that audition, right? Well, like, he actually is a pretty, that's like, the, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. He never him. does anything other than helping to arrange the, the thing. He never does really anything right. overtly sleazy. Um, although, um, there's some stuff later in the movie that we'll get to. That I, I I have questions about stuff that's not necessarily on my list, but we'll talk once our, our lists are done about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, my number five was a slow build. So uh, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four was the bag scare. Even though I knew it was coming, it was one of those moments where like, okay, here it comes. Nope. Okay, not yet. Oh uh, no, not yet. Oh shit. Oh, there it is. It was like that. <laughs> so the. the the first time I saw this movie, yeah, I was expecting it because of you know that's what they showed on the special we talked about. But I completely forgot about it this time. Poop my pants a little. <laughs> yeah, 
did oh, God, I, it's I, so fucking good. I did not know it was coming. <laughs> and the, the the fucked up sound effect. Uh, yeah. So, uh, which they reuse later. So, so yeah, that's that's an honorable mention for me, and yeah. I'll explain why it was a higher one once we get a little further down my list. All right, I'll talk a little about this a little bit more because it is higher on my list. Um, all right, Scott, number four. Uh, number four again is a small moment, and again I might be reading too much into it, but uh, after they'd gone out on a few dates, um, they went up in a cab together. Um, and he says something, I don't even remember exactly what he says, but, um, she kind of smiles and laughs and they, they, uh, um, stop talking for a moment and, uh, the dudes all smiles, you know, he's on cloud nine that, that this woman is, seems to be into him and she for, you know, a split second kind of looks away from him and you see her expression change. Uh, she just gets this like dead look on her face and then, uh, she like, basically smiles again and, and says like uh bias she gets let out of the cab but it's like the first real time you see her drop uh like whatever kind of uh you know it's weird i don't think you know is is it all an act uh it's hard to say but mm-hmm. but whatever it was that she was trying to convey like she just completely dropped it for a second mm-hmm. um, and and for a second you know i thought about this scene too was it kind of like the I don't know, the end of uh, The Graduate, where they don't really have anything to say to each other, and it's kind of awkward. Um, yeah. I think I don't think it was quite that. I think it was just her being like, okay, I'm done with this this uh, this guy for the moment, and, and just gets out of the cab. Time to reel him in, yeah. Well, she'd already done that, but... Is that tugging, tugging the line a little bit? Yeah. So, anyways, right. another small scene. Alright, well, this kind of goes into this. This is my number four, and... I'm still not sure what the fuck's going on at the end of this movie. So <laughs> when okay, so she w- she went in there at the audition like kind of fishing, like she says, "You you men like you, you do this." So I'm assuming she goes in there and I'll, I'll I, she knew what she was doing when she went to that audition. She was going to track, hopefully, get picked by one of these guys and do this stuff. But which when he poisons when she poisons him and or paralyzes him whatever, and he has he's seen all this stuff. What the hell's go? How does he see? What's going on there? I have a theory about that, but that's it's later up on my list. <laughs> okay, then we'll talk about it then. So yeah. I just that confused me what yeah. was going on there and I don't remember any of that from the first time I saw it. Like I remember the scenes, like especially like dude in the bag, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'm a little bit confused about what's going on there. So maybe you guys can explain that later on. Um so all right, well that's my number four. So then Alex, number three. My number three, and now we're getting into the nitty-gritty, where at the very end, she was just so elated that she was finally getting to do her work. Just finally got the guy that would be 100% hers. Well, once, you know, she took care of her son, his son. But she she was just, it was, oh, so, just, bleh. And she was so happy and... With everything that she was doing, that was just a childlike joy that she never grew out of kitty, doing kitty, these, kitty, kitty, kitty. yeah, all these kitty, horrible, kitty, 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 kitty. horrible things. I have more to say about this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, what you said, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was chilling. Yeah, it definitely was. All right, Scott, number three. Number three is the vomit bowl. 
<laughs> the, the dog bowl. So, so that's another funny thing. So, I don't know how I learned yeah, learned about it, but I knew at some point there was going to be something involving a bowl and vomit. I didn't know about that, but but I didn't I didn't know like how it would play out, and it was way worse than anything I could have imagined. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like no, I, I figured that it, like at some point you had to vomit, and somebody would be forced to like eat it or something. But like the way it all played out was so fucking gross, uh, and yet. Highly creative. <laughs> um, and then according to the trivia, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, don't tell me that was real vomit. Ihei, or Ehi, Ehi, Ehi. It's so easy, is it? Yeah. Ehi <laughs> supposedly is a method actress. Oh. And supposedly the, she really did vomit into that bowl. Well, I hope they switched it up before they gave it to the guy. Maybe that guy was a method actor, too. We don't know. What am I, a method actor here, Hans? Put the gun away. (laughs) Put the puke away. Yeah, she just carries it over there. Oh, God. I almost... like was slapping it up. Yeah, I was was, was saying in in a group chat, uh, (laughs) I I almost tried to combine eating dinner and watching the movie so I could, like... (laughs) Yeah, I'm really glad. Economize my time. But, yeah, yeah. That would have... Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would have liked that. <laughs> so yeah, the vomit bowl. That was, and this is before. Remember, this is 1999. This yeah. is way before the fucked up shit, like uh, the other torture porn that came later, like Hostel and uh, Human Centipede, like all the super gross. Yeah, because they all saw this shit. Like Eli yeah. Roth is one of the guys on that Bravo thing. That oh man, so fucked up. So, yeah, then he goes and makes Hostel. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's all the stories about how people had, like walked out of screenings for this or like they had to, like people fainted and like, <laughs> yeah, not necessarily at the puke, but I'm sure it didn't help. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number three is just the entire torture scene at the end. Um, everything from her, you know, she says, all right, I paralyzed you, but your nerves are fine. You're going to feel all this. And then sticking the needle in his tongue Sticking the things in his eyeballs and his chest, and then with such glee as she puts the bone saw cutter, or whatever, and just rips his leg off. And, giddy, 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 whatever she's saying there. Oh, so happy. It's a oh, it's fucked up. That's all I gotta mm-hmm. say. And I don't even know how far she got through the second foot. There was a couple strokes there before the son came home. So that's yeah, he's gonna have a limp. <laughs> just saying. Uh, and I. I did. I remembered seeing her stick the things in his eyes. You don't, so that's at least a little better. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, right uh, below his and his yeah. eye, bottom eyelid. Not uh, not that much better, but mm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, and just the way how, like you said, you just see this small, cute girl just, but having so much fun. Oh God! <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. That's my number three. Alex, number two. My number two is that aside from the sleazy producer, uh, people get their comeuppance. I like that. The the sleazy pedophile like coach, ballet coach, gets yeah. his comeuppance. Um, to a certain extent, the main character gets his comeuppance because, come on. You could have said no to your sleazy producer friend about the audition. You know? He was bowing to the pressure of everybody, you know. A, a social commentary is like, oh, you gotta get married. 
oh, you got to get married. You're getting old. Why don't you get married? And then he, you know, finally caves in, and it's a, a woman that's, like, probably half her age. Even the son said, oh, she's closer to my age than yours. So hey, That's mm. beyond comeuppance. That, the penalty did not fit the crime. Nah. Right. <laughs> this whole movie was, it was like, a message about like not getting in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I agree. But, yeah. At least... At least I can't believe in a Japanese movie she did, she got hers. Yeah, that too. <laughs> she got her comeuppance. Um, all right, Scott, number two. Yeah, number two is uh, that first shot of her staring at the phone. Just her hairs in front of her face. She's still got like the white uh, dress on. There's no furniture. There's just the just her the phone. And the the weird cloth sack bag thing, and I actually rewatched that scene several times because there was like points where I thought I saw it move, but I couldn't couldn't quite be sure, and then I moved on. Um, and then yes, I did jump <laughs> later on when the thing fucking rolls over. Um, a part of me kind of wishes that that hadn't happened, because uh, then you know there still would have been more to the imagination, I guess. Um, the, the other thing about that is it, it was almost like she was like, uh, those Japanese ghosts, the hairs in front of her face. She's not yeah. barely moving. Uh, and that scene is the one thing that, that makes me unsure about the rest of the movie, by the way. Um, we'll get into it in a, in a bit here, but mm-hmm. that's like the one thing that makes my, my theory about what's actually happening, like, fall apart one way or the other. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, my number two is Dude in a Bag. Uh, Dude in a Bag. <laughs> the, <laughs> the jump scare combined with later on with the him crawling out with missing fingers and, you know, the, the guy. I... The fact that they had to bring that, they tell you exactly what's going on, but I'm like, oh, you know, the story about the director missing fingers, and or they found extra fingers and an ear and a tongue, and you see he's missing an ear and fingers and <laughs> tongue, and the vomit, as you guys already mentioned. Uh, yeah, that's not cool. Dude in a bag. Dude in a burrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is the whole nightmare sequence. It was awesome. This is the thing that was keeping me up at night. Not because it was scary. I mean, it was fucked up. But because I was trying to piece together, like, everything that was going on. And it was filmed in such a way that it was like you were having a nightmare. Like, all this stuff happens. People switch places all of a sudden. You're uh, watching in third person as something else is happening and nobody sees you. It was awesome. I loved it. All right, and well, explain it. Yeah, my theory is that that wasn't her house. That's where she, where she made the the producer guy from Ace her pet, and that's his house. Number one, number two, he's dreaming about all this because maybe he's having uh, you know in dreams t- time kind of is non-existent, so maybe he's having this nightmare after everything has happened and the investigators have gone through everything and they finally like relay the whole story and that they found this guy in a sack so maybe he's already got all that knowledge he's finally having this nightmare and he's 
piecing all the information together from all the interviews and everything's finally coming to light. Like, kind of like, um, uh, I guess, what's the opposite of foreshadowing? I don't know, future vision or something? Foreskinning? <laughs> Whoa! <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, you see what's happening, like, in the, in the what's going to happen in the future through his nightmare. And then we go back to the present when she's about to start putting needles in his face. And stomach. Yeah. I just thought, because, like, some stuff, like, you got, like, extended talks from the, like, their second date. Yeah, but the conversations were completely different. Yeah. Yeah. But, but were they different or just add-ons that we didn't see the first time? So, okay. Both. So there was, there was, there was a couple points, or at least one point, where there was a weird cut. I don't know if you guys noticed that. But, like, the scene kind of jumps, and I thought, like, at first I thought it was just, like, shitty editing but then they go back later, and the scene plays out differently. And I was like, "Oh, mm. yeah." But what, I missed but, it, but okay. I can see that. But what does that mean? So okay, I. So here's what I think. <laughs> okay. So, so, I think that the whole uh, he takes her out for the weekend, the whole lovingly me thing, um, just dredged up like all of his past relationships and all the thing like is, you know, he freaked out cause all of a sudden he realized, Oh yeah, like I'm actually making a commitment here. You stressed out about that. His friend had warned him about her. Um, so he had this nightmare and at one point he wakes up after, as he's being tortured, right. gets the water and then yeah, he yeah. finally relaxes and go back to sleep and goes right back in the nightmare. So I think the whole thing was a nightmare. The only thing that, that breaks it all apart is they show her waiting by the phone before any of that happens. So way before they go um, on that weekend trip, she's waiting by the phone. So that's, uh, that's, I, and I can't reconcile the two. Like there's too much, like there's no way he would know about all that shit um, going on with the, uh, um, with her, Unless that's all supposed to be, unless it's some combination where, yes, he really is getting tortured, and yes, he did have a nightmare, and he could be way off about a lot of it. But yeah, yeah, I think I think Future. I think at the Future end, nightmare. The, and then there's one other thing which is kind of a little more mm, meta, is that whole drug thing. Like, there, there's absolutely no such like drug that would paralyze you but allow you to feel all your feel all that pain. No, yeah, it does. No, there's no yeah, such there thing. Is. No, there isn't. Dude, they, doctors use that all the time. But they also ha they have the other – they have two drugs that they put in operations. I've seen a lot of medical shows, folks. Where they put, <laughs> oh, oh, they really? Yeah. Is one they of them put, house? No. Alex, there's there's no such – there's, yes, there's there no, the, no, there isn't. There's a, yes, there is. There's, they put in one drug to completely paralyze the body and another one to knock you out and put you to sleep so you don't feel anything. It's a combination of two drugs. She just used one. <laughs> Google it up. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think you're, I think you're so wrong, Alex. This is like the 10 no millimeter way. conversation all over again. <laughs> Give us a second here, folks. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I come out on... Um, <laughs> That, that it was a dream. Uh, 
Because, and then there was something that Jeff pointed out was, like, she, or I, I, maybe it was Alex, but she goes to these auditions and she's the one that's actually fishing. Um, yeah. But, like, how would she know? Like, I guess she's just, just completely crazy to begin with. That she just decided yeah. she was going to do this no matter what he did. Well, yeah. Well, but I think that lends more to your it's a dream thing. Because, <clears throat> yeah, well, she that's did... the odds of her going to an audition and finding this guy. He's the guy who calls her and, like, her of all the people, yeah, right? Like... Yeah. And then And then finally, the conversation he has with her, with the honorable mention to the, to the pulsing neck. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a pretty great, Ugh. that's a pretty great effect. Uh, yeah. You know, it just makes me believe that it didn't actually happen. So, all right. Well, now I'm on the FBI list for searching up for this drug. <laughs> but I don't know. I found, yeah, this is harder than a Japanese name. Succinylcholine, short for neuromuscular paralytic drug. This means it works in conjunction of nerves and muscles and causes muscular paralysis. It paralyzes all the muscles of the body, including those used for breathing without. Oh, I can't read this. Let's just say you're both right. These be, that's why the anesthesiologist has to carefully calculate him. I, I don't want to read. He has this. to calculate things so you don't fucking die. Yeah, from do, using both the drugs. <laughs> it's a cocktail. <laughs> okay. So where were we at? That this is all real. All right. Well, that was your number. That one? was my number one. Yeah, that's my theory. That okay. It really did happen. You found this out all after the fact, but we still see the night. Well, since was there anything about detectives investigating or anything in the movie? No, no. But I mean, nobody knew about this until the kid finally called the cops, uh, and then the movie's over. Okay. Like I don't think he goes to the the creepy guy's place. You don't think he I does? I think he does. No, I think he does. I think it's all in his imagination. The, the first time he goes and he talks to the guy? Yeah. Well, okay, if it's all a dream that you're saying, then no, he doesn't. But if it's not a dream, then he definitely does. That part, I think the... I don't know. Fuck this movie. Yeah. All right. Scott, number one. Number one, uh, Alex listed this. Uh, this is four or three. Uh, but, yeah, just the the absolute glee she takes in in her work and the, and the torture at the end of the... Kitty, 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 kitty. Uh, as if to say, like, tickle, 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 tickle. Um, so it, it's translated as deeper, deeper. Um, so I, did, I asked some, some Japanese speakers about this because it didn't seem quite right to me. Um, and it's, I guess it's one of those words that uh, there's not a clean translation in English because it's really supposed to be um, onomatopoeic for, like, cut, 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 but, okay. but not the word cut. Right. Um, or, or even drill. So it makes sense. So deeper makes sense. Like from a, she's burying those needles into him. Um, but the way she says it, like, I, I feel like there's some, something lost in translation with the, you know, you know, like a cut, 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 or tickle, tickle, tickle even makes more sense the way she was like the joy she was taking from it. Um, and just the, the absolute rapture on her face as she's uh, taking off his foot. Um, it's like she, you know, just flipped the switch and uh, you know <laughs> it went full crazy. 
and yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Uh, and she cuts the one foot off and she just flings it against the yeah, sliding just glass glee, door. Like, oh man, it's so brutal. Mm-hmm. So disturbing. It was more disturbing than the bag for me because just her, like the lack of empathy there, just the utter... <laughs> Ugh. That's my number one. Kitty, kitty, kitty. All right, and my number one, as you guys have both mentioned it, but it's her just waiting for the phone to ring. That's so fucked up. Um, forget the bag. Even that bag wasn't there. That's just still yeah. fucked up. Her just sitting there looking at the phone, and then when it finally rings, she gets that little smile on her face. Oh, God, no. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I remember that freaking me out the first time, and it was just as memorable this time like oh god alright uh, in our honorable mentions before we rank this thing yeah what the hell was in that spray bottle <laughs> axe body spray it's, yeah I guess because it had zero effect yeah I thought it was mace or something but it didn't shoot out like mace so yeah I think it was just was... supposed to be aerosolized the, the fake drug she was using yeah a real drug, drug she was nice. using gosh. or something else chloroform maybe <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. it didn't work. Nope. And what was the stuff she shot into his tongue or mouth? I think it was more of the same stuff just so that he couldn't talk or scream. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I figured. Yeah, just something to paralyze him or numb his tongue to the point where he couldn't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's rank it. Uh, as usual, we rate this movie on a scale of one to seven. Seven being garbage. Uh, sorry, one being garbage, seven being perfect. Uh, Scott or Alex? Oh, this is tough because I've I was expecting something like complete torture porn from you know Saw or whatever, but it was a, a completely different like think piece for me because I was just trying to piece everything together and wondering what the heck was going on in the timeline. Ah, damn it! I'm I'm torn between it. So if I'm not sure then I'm going to have to give it a 6. If I was completely, definitely sure, it'd be a 7, but no, this is a 6. <laughs> Alex, you know that 6 means you're going to watch this again, and you will watch yeah. it multiple times. Yeah. I know, I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> All right, well, that was my next question. Was going to be, yeah. so are you disappointed it took you 15 years to watch it? I don't think so, because the... I had such a vision in my mind of what this movie was, and it, it and it zagged in such a completely almost different direction. But it would, it just blew me away. Okay, fair enough, Scott. So the, <laughs> this is, uh, so this is tough. There's a sizable gap between how good I thought this movie was and how eager I am to watch it again right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said, that that that. That last, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes um, is, uh, I think it's some all-time stuff as far as horror is concerned anyways. Um, suspense. Uh, so on the strength of that alone, I think I agree with Alex and give it a six. Wow. All right, well, mm-hmm. this is a five for me. Um, I like it. 
I've seen it twice now. Don't need to see it again. It's fucked. I'm not. I love horror movies, torture porn, and which this isn't, but it is. The last bit, it definitely I know, is. Right? Yeah. The last part is. The, the, the... But it's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> in context with other uh, torture porn, and, like Saw Four know, and Five. Right. So, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not into that kind of horror, by the way. I, yeah, me yeah, either. Yeah. And I still love this movie. So, yeah, I'm sticking with my skills. I like it. It's positive, but I don't need to see it again. So that's why it gets a five for me. Uh, twice is more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our crossover list is what, Alex? Uh, moments in movies or anything that made you go, what the fuck? A WTF for short. And I would just like to say, you don't listen to Hollywood Babylon, do you, Alex? The Kevin Smith podcast with Ralph? Uh, I, need to ca- I need to catch up. Okay. Well, yeah. then Alex says know that. And they specifically have a segment on there called What the Fuck Japan. I oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Every week, Ralph has a segment he pulls up, and it's not horror related usually, but it's just, you know, weird stuff that comes out of Japan. And uh, yeah, like pin pineapple, apple pins, just weird stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's ironic that you, well, not ironic, but it's classic that you uh, brought that up. Yeah. All right. Well. So, what's your number five? My number five is from a comic book, and this is from the comic book Wanted, which is, you get through, the, the whole story is amazing. It's badass. Everybody should read it. But at the very end, that last page is just astonishing, and it really, I was reading it, I mean, it's not higher on the list because, you know, it's a graphic novel, so you can take your time taking the whole image in, and, uh, you know, it's not pretty, but it was definitely a what-the-fuck moment from a comic book. All right. All right. Yeah. Scott. Um, so number five is really the other one on my list. It was more of like, uh, like, wow, that really fucked with my head more than what the fuck is going on kind of thing. Uh, that would be Memento. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, the first time I, I watched it and then all the, the pieces fell into place. I'm like, wow, this is super fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so that's my number five. Okay. Um, I try, since we're doing a, a horror movie, I try to keep mine in that genre here. So, um, my number five is uh, Human Centipede. What the fuck? That whole movie <laughs> is what the fuck. Yeah. Now that's one I don't want to watch. <laughs> um, which it is not like compared to this movie. It's really, it's corny, but it's still when the. There's diagrams on the wall without the overhead projector of what he plans on doing, and he's just the operation, and then it kind of happens. Yeah, the whole movie is just what the f. So that's my number five, Alex. My number four is uh, from what we were talking about before recording, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> which uh, made me think of it. But that scene with the rabbit completely caught me off guard the, the first the time I saw rabbit. it. The rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking! I was out of my seat <laughs> the first time I saw it. Like, holy shit! That was awesome. Yeah. All right, Scott. Okay. Uh, all right. So my number four, um, and this one is is fucked up, but there's not mm, not really anything like that horrible going on. But uh, signs of the lambs. The the whole goodbye horses 
<laughs> That's WTF, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd have me. <laughs> if you're watching the uh, the edited version, the, TV. U- the USA version, yeah, yeah, I'd have me. <laughs> and the 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 tuck and the it's so like it, it's nothing that you know anything close to anything I'd ever seen in a movie before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the the goodbye horses scene from Silence of the Lambs. That's a good one. Yep. All right. My number four comes from another horror movie, which, and I was pretty bored. This is a huge popular movie. I did not see it when it came out in theaters. Everyone talked about it. I was watching it. Was not scared at all. Was just getting motion sickness. And then uh, at the end, this Blair Witch Project with the dude in the corner. That was very what the fuck for me. Because I, it came out of nowhere. I think my expectations were so high. And then by the, I was watching the movie, they were so low. And then the dude in the corner and and knocks him over. So, fuck that ending. (laughs) Uh, Blair Witch, their ending. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is Alien. The John Hurt scene. Everybody knows. That's good. Not again! His stomach stomach just (laughs) bursts into blood. Everybody freaks out and there's a a second of stillness. And then he keeps writhing after that. Oh, it was gruesome until finally the Xenomorph just jumps out. Ugh. And then it puts on a little hat and cane yeah. and starts singing uh-huh. and dancing. <laughs> Creepy. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. <laughs> uh, I'll just add, I did not think of this because I think this was one that was spoiled for me before I saw it. So it was not. I think because Spaceballs and other shit had parried it before I even saw the original. Oh, so, I was lucky enough to see yeah the original first. Yeah, I wish I was able to. All right, Scott, number three. All right, uh, so um, if this were – wow, somebody's fans loud. Alex. <laughs> um, if this were books, then this would be my number one. Uh, yeah. I wasn't really thinking about books uh, exactly. Um, but even knowing exactly what was going to happen, it was still fucking brutal. Um, they added some elements to it that were not in the book, um, including a pregnant woman getting stabbed. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, I think you guys know what I'm talking about here. Uh, the wedding getting, singer. Yes. <laughs> the red wedding singer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, so Game of Thrones, uh, the red wedding is fucked up. Mm-hmm. It is. It's all right. Um, my number three is, this is another one. I had no idea what to expect. Had my friend Adam come over. We watched it. We thought it was going to be like Star Wars, and the movie ended up being Event Horizon. <laughs> Not like Star Wars. Nope. <laughs> Not like Star Wars at all. And there's a couple scenes where he starts... I haven't even forget. It's been so long. But basically, he gets a vision of just all the corpses and body parts open and hanging from the ceiling and everything. Yeah. What the fuck, Event Horizon? I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be Jurassic Park and Star Wars mixed, and <laughs> it was not that. Yeah, Dr. Grant. Yeah. yeah. And Larry Fishburne. The movies. Yeah. It was Morpheus. Well, yeah, I don't think he was Morpheus yet. But, yeah. Come on. Movie. Fuck that movie. That movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might have been terrible, but if you're not expecting that, if you're expecting uh, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Alex. Number two. Uh, number two? is from Boondock Saints, and it's not the flagrant cussing scene, is after that, 
when they're having a big old drink out at the party wondering what they should do next and they finally make a decision and Rocco says it is done and slams his head on the table and a gun goes off and kills their cat <laughs> oh, I, that's another one where I just jumped out of my seat and I'm like holy sh- what the fuck everybody's freaking out holy shit I can't believe that just fucking happened <laughs> I accidentally shot Marvin in the face yeah <laughs> That too. Man, I didn't mean to shoot the dumb son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, that should have made my blood. Anyways, too late now. What what was first? Pulp Fiction or Boondock Saints? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, that poor bastard cat. (laughs) All right, Scott, number two. Number two, uh, getting back into true horror here. Uh, Misery. Uh, so, uh, James Khan is laid up in bed. Khan! Khan! And, yeah, she puts the wooden block between his legs, uh, between his feet, and, uh, takes the sledgehammer and... Oh! <laughs> Swears he's like, what are you, what are you doing? He's like, please don't. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was... Ah. And they show it! Yeah, they, yeah, the foot's like going in the wrong... Oh my god. <laughs> uh-huh. That makes me cringe more than like the foot getting cut off. <laughs> yeah. At least the way they filmed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my number two misery. I agree. I agree with that. Nice. Kathy Bates. All right. Yeah. All right. My number two is maybe a two second scene in a movie that's already fucked up. And it's in the shining with um when Olive oil is running through the house and she runs by the room and there's a goddamn furry going down on a businessman in the room. What the hell? What the fuck? Uh-huh. What's going on there? I don't want to know, but that's to me that's that's what what the fuck. You you saw Ready Player One, right, Jeff? I did. Okay. Yeah. No furry in that version, mm-hmm. but uh... Yeah, I know. What the hell's Thank going goodness. on there? What the So the, uh... the, the, the bathtub corpse didn't yeah, I mean that was that was creepy, but just it was just a weird scene too. Just, just non sequitur. Right yeah, yeah. Yeah, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> At least the other one's kind of do with the plot. Yeah. Nope, just olive oil being scared by dude in a bear outfit. All right, mm-hmm. Alex, number one. My number one comes from the John Carpenter classic, The Thing. Yep. Everybody's frantic. Uh, what's his face is like bleeding out. They're trying to uh, revive him and stuff. And the doctor, with the paddles, tries to go in, <laughs> tries to go in to give him the shock. And all of a sudden, his stomach just opens up into this big maw and chops his heads off. Oh my gosh! Yep, one of the greatest shots in horror movies ever. That's why the thing is my favorite horror movie of all time. So good. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That whole movie is what the fuck. Yeah. yeah. But of all the moments, that's the most yeah. the fuck. Yeah, it is. Jumped out at me. Oh, shit! I know I've told the story about me waking up to that exact scene. <laughs> I fell asleep to this yep. movie and I woke up. and I w- Seriously, I woke up and looked at the TV and hand through the chest. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Scott, that was your number one. Also. That's awesome. My number one. All right. Now, my number one isn't as brutal as I think anyone we've listed before, but 
I had no idea when I saw this movie, and I've talked about it before. We've actually done an episode on it. Is Dust Till Dawn, from Dust Till Dawn, I had no idea it was going to turn into vampires. So when <laughs> Selma Hayek is doing her dance, the next thing you know, oh, what the hell is happening in this movie? So that would always take number one for me as far as like just confusing me in a movie, totally changing directions, and me saying, what the fuck? So, all right, that's the end of our list. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Although, I have four honorable mentions. Oh. Yeah, here we go. 2001 Space Odyssey, the last third of the movie. I have <laughs> okay. no idea what the fuck's going on. Right. Yep. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Jacob's Ladder. All right. What the fuck's going on? Yep. People's faces are shaking like crazy, and he's having this whole dying in Vietnam thing. Yep. Uh, uh, Reagan, an exorcist, uh, masturbating with the crucifix. Yep, that's pretty fucked uh, up. Lots of things in that movie. <laughs> you don't need to tell and Alex that... about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and the ring when the girl crawls out of the TV. What the fuck? Oh, Jeebus. So I, for the, I'd say from the, from the ring, the, uh, the first like five minutes when they, they open up the pantry door and the, the girl's like, she's dead, but she's all like fucked up looking. Yeah. They show it for like two seconds. I don't remember that. Less, less than that. Yeah. That freaked me the fuck like, out. There's yeah. like a, there's like a, like a frame of, yeah. of actually like seeing her. And then there's like nothing like that for a long time. There's just kind of creepy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still have to watch the original. Ringu. Ringu. I mean, I've never seen the original, and I've only seen the the U.S. one once in the theater, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was enough. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys have any honorable mentions? Or are we done? Uh, no, I think good. we're done. All right. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Uh, sorry, everyone. Boston wins. Yeah. R.I.P. Dodgers. This is the worst timeline. Yeah, it is. First, first Thanos wins, and then <laughs> Red Sox win another World Series. Yeah. Alex, why don't you talk about the L.A. sports equinox? Oh, that's when you can hit like an ultra grand slam when all the planets are aligned and the pitch comes at you and the beam of cosmic energy from the aligned planets and it hits the bat and the ball at just the right moment. Yeah. Uh no. Oh. Um you were you weren't even close. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So yeah, Sunday yesterday they they kept making a big deal about the news out here in, in uh, Southern California where all five professional sports teams played in L.A. yesterday. So yeah, the L.A. Kings play at twelve thirty. One of the soccer teams played at one. The Rams played at one. The Dodgers played in the World Series, and then the Clippers played later on. So all, and all of them played in L.A. And there's a couple people who went to every single game. Damn. I'm glad you had money. <laughs> yeah. Jerks. I don't think Dodger games or Rams versus Green Bay were cheap tickets. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't remember that. And I guess if you count like Orange County too, like the Ducks were also playing. And I think there was both soccer teams maybe were playing. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Yep. And I think the only one that everyone wanted to win was the Dodgers. And that's, I think they all won except the Dodgers. <laughs> oh. Well. The universe is at balance. <laughs> yeah. So, so since right. since we're talking about sports, just I would like to 
take a moment here. Uh, uh, say something serious. Uh, football announcers, please fucking stop saying somebody is like a video game, like a player or an offense is like a video game or is a video game. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You sound like, uh, you sound like Noah from, uh, Wayne's World talking when he does the rap about his arcade. Like, just so completely out of touch are you that you think, oh, the kids like the video games. I'll mention video games. Like, it's, it's stop. Please. I can't believe they're doing this. Please stop. But aren't they just trying to make, like, do Bo Jackson references from Tech Mobile? Right, but they don't, I, I doubt they even get that. They, okay. they just like, they, they have a vague understanding of, of, of what video games are. And they're like, oh, this person's really good. They're like a video game. Yeah, no. Please stop. That's all. Important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was ya. Yeah. Okay, so it's been a while since I did this. And by a while, I mean probably four or five episodes. I smell Marvel news. Yay! Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, <laughs> I want to talk again about Marvel Phase 4. Um, again. And, and what, what's, uh, what we're going to see in that. So as we all know, Marvel's had their different phases. Uh, it's... Somewhat arbitrary, um, other than uh, them leading up to Avengers movies, I guess. Uh, so here's kind of like where where we're headed right now. Um, we know there's a new Spider-Man next year um, in July. Um, yep, and that'll be the next phase, apparently. Um, so that's after right after Avengers. That'll be after yeah. That's after uh, later that summer. Okay. Um, but other than that, there's like no dates for anything else. Um, I think there's obviously going to be another Black Panther. Uh, you know, yeah, it made all the money. So, <laughs> but, but apparently, uh, Ryan Coogler, who directed the first one is signed on to write and direct for the second. Yeah. Nice. Which is good. Cause he did not sign on to do Creed two. That's true. But then Creed didn't make all the money. So. I, I, I'm just saying. I think it means more culturally and everything too. Like it's yeah. I mean, and he's took on more than he that. must be getting fucking paid and good for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they must have backed up the truck to get him to come back to, to do a second part of a superhero movie. Um, so there's that. Um, there's gonna be another Guardians. Uh, after that, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we will hopefully we'll use the script anyways. Yeah. Um, so there's talk of, uh, some other things, a property called the Eternals, which I don't know anything mm. about. Um, they're stab at, at trying a, a new IP out. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised for another Dr. Strange. And there's talk of finally a Black Widow movie. <laughs> like yeah. literally almost God, when did when did the Infinity or sorry, when did uh, Avengers come out? Yeah, it's over ten years old. Yeah, yeah. But oh wait, she's no, the Iron Marvel Man too, though. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. character's had to wait a long time. Uh, yeah, maybe that'll I mean, that'll finally happen. But, that is, I think, the third Marvel movie, isn't it? Isn't it Iron Man, the Hulk, and then Iron Man two? Yes, I think so. I guess so she's yeah, in there from the modern Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's not even the same Hulk. So I think, yeah, just behind Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson has been playing the same character. So, yeah, she definitely deserves it. Um, so, so, yeah, that's that's basically what seems likely the next phase. Other than Eternals, I don't know anything about that. Uh, so, yeah, like, you notice that uh, a lot of stuff's missing out of this. <laughs> no mm-hmm. no more, no Iron Man, no, uh, Cap, no yeah. Cap, no Thor, no... Hulk, but I think that's for the best. Um, I mean, maybe somebody could make a, a rad Hulk movie, but I feel like he's been best used in these Avengers films and in uh, the last Thor movie, by the way. Yeah, agreed. Uh, where he's got a chance to to take on the biggest threat, other than scale things back again. Because if <laughs> if Hulk isn't like taking on Thanos, like what's the point of Thor? <laughs> I mean, the the Hulk. You know, yeah, uh, and you know they they don't even own the rights to the Hulk for standalone movies. Really, that's like yeah, it's weird. It's that's the fucks. No, I think it's Paramount or something. Ooh. They just they just can't have Hulk standalone movies, so that's why they keep putting him in all this other stuff. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Okay. Yeah, and I, I agree. <laughs> so the only the um, only thing that I you know a third one is seems likely is another Ant Man. Of, of pre-existing properties here, mm-hmm. uh, in the time frame of what's happening. Uh, Let's absorb all that Fox stuff. Let's get some X-Men and some Fantastic Four. Deadpool. I mean, what? Yeah. I I can't imagine at this point like what they could do with Fantastic Four, other than just waiting to to come, <laughs> to produce something that's, that's worth watching at this point. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, Feige, have faith in Feige. Yeah. He'll find a way. But only anybody cares yeah. about that property anymore. Like it's I'll been so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? They, they, he's on record as saying that you know they've got enough shit going on. They don't need to make. Sure. They don't bring X Men, X Men, or anything else. Yeah. 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 But, but cameos, come on. Yeah, that's true. No reason you can't have Wolverine make a cameo. Yeah. That's something we'll probably see pretty soon. Is a. Uh, some Wolverine reboot, but not with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Not with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah he's retired his Wolverine. Yeah, Good. Wolverine like Civil War Wolverine or something. I don't know. Have you seen those videos of him like in Africa or something, and little kids recognize him and they can't speak English, but they just like do the Wolvie stance. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so so awesome. That's yeah. cool. All right, so that's basically all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Right. Well, after that, is, is with Marvel, so I think we already talked about Iron Fist being canceled. If not, that's, that's right. being canceled. And then Luke Cage has also been canceled. Yeah, I was a little surprised yeah. about uh, about Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah, me too. But then I heard that this might be because they're going to get picked up and moved to the Disney streaming service. So, so yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard something be. similar. But the, the idea was that, that Netflix is basically killing off... It's like twofold, where... Netflix is basically getting rid of anything that isn't produced in-house. And Disney, <laughs> by the same token, is letting stuff die that that they aren't going to have the full rights to stream. So, Right. Makes me wonder what's going to happen with things like Daredevil. Well, that's not going anywhere. For the Season 3 came out, anyways. right? Yeah. yeah I've, I think so, right? Yeah, I've watched the first couple episodes. It's good. I need to, I need to watch it. 
I um I have no I don't think there's anything Star Wars to talk about. I heard the set of Mandalorian <laughs> got robbed. Didn't they didn't they cancel so there was there really could be like a Boba Fett movie and the Mandalorian movie? And they've canceled they've since cancelled the uh the Boba Fett movie. Well the movie. Boba Fett movie, yeah. Ever since Solo. Yeah, they cancelled all the standalone movies yeah after Solo. Right. So Um Except Mandalorian for some reason. Well, that's not a movie though, that's the show. Yeah. The streaming service, Disney streaming service. What? Yeah, that's the John Favreau show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's the Star Wars show that's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that somehow. Okay. Yeah. So the only movies they have slated so far is Episode Nine, and then whatever the um... the search for more money. <laughs> episode Nine. The... It can't nearly be as terrible as Eight. <laughs> it can't. Yeah, I have faith. A little. <laughs> Dizzy's fucked up everything else. Uh, the, the the Game of Thrones guys are working on some movies, too. That's right. But no one, no one knows much about them. Ooh. Um, uh, one last thing I do have, Marvel-wise, they, stuff came out about the new Disney Marvel Land. Oh. And I guess they're going to have some Spider-Man ride where you can you have web slingers or something. Flip. Which I think is going to be lame. I think it's going to be like the Toy Story ride and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That ride's pretty fun. It is, but I'm tired of this 3D bullshit. <laughs> I already tell you, I'm going to hate the Millennium Falcon ride there. It's because it's going to be a simulator, and the simulators suck. I went on that Homer Simpson one in Magic or Universal. That thing got me so sick. Uh, give me a goddamn roller coaster. What about Star Tours? Yeah, gets me sick now. Ever since they added 3D to it, I can't handle uh, it anymore. Oh, uh, okay, I see. What the hell is an aluminum falcon? And if, and yeah. this thing, if I'm the way I understand the aluminum falcon is, yeah, there's gonna be like eight people in the cockpit, and like each one has a job, but only one person is gonna fly the goddamn thing. And if someone else is flying it, oh Jesus Christ! Some little kid, oh mommy, it's funny. Oh God, I'm gonna barf all over you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'll love every second of it until I throw up. Mm-hmm. I just want to walk in. Can I just like walk through the Millennium Falcon, sit down in the pilot's chair, and they're like, ah, I'm good, and get out? I think that's what I'll do. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and, and, uh, I will say there have been some overhead shots showing up, and you can see the Millennium Falcon being constructed. It's starting to show up now at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Next year. Yeah. Did we talk about how they're getting rid of all the park benches and planners? To like widen pathways because they're expecting a billion people to be in the park a day. Yep. No. Like near near the land or just in general. Anywhere. Like no, near haunted mansion, near everything because they just expect. Yeah, criminally. Well, that would be before. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, nutsy criminally. Yeah, that's uh... a. <laughs> it used to be a dead end, right? So yeah, I guess it's gonna be a lot more traffic. Yeah, because mm-hmm. people are gonna go that way, and then. Um... I mean, obviously, the fire code's going to have to change because they're not opening 15 extra acres or however many. So now you can put more people in. And once they're done with Star Wars land, they're going to start venturing over back into Tomorrowland and then on a mansion land and whatever else land. And mm-hmm. I am not looking forward to my funeral. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure the fire code out, will be taken. Walk care out your of. door straight into Disneyland gates. <laughs> there goes a real sack of crap. <laughs> All right, is that it? Uh, that's it for me, Alex. Is there anything you wanted to, to 
mention? Uh, yeah, I've recently finally got it, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 downloaded. I've started playing it. What do you mean uh, finally? the first what, part of the game. Wait, wait, Alex, what do you mean finally? It came out last week. Yeah. Yeah, well, it took forever to download. Uh, Not, okay. I didn't finish downloading okay. like today. But it took forever. All right. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good so far. I'm only at the first bit, but I'm always I'm in awe of like the scenery and everything. Um, Arthur Morgan just controls well the way you like you can greet people and talk to them and say like little fluff lines, even though they're not like story characters or anything. It, it's pretty sweet, pretty uh, immersive. Have you been killed More by than, any mountain lions yet, or cougars? No, wolves almost got me. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, game's pretty cool. Nice. We're gonna have to check it out. Yeah. Can we talk about how back in our day you put a goddamn video game in your system and you hit start and it started <laughs> right the second you did it and now it takes ten minutes to load your goddamn game? Yeah. But, well, you know. That pisses, <laughs> that pisses me right off to no end. It pisses me off to part, no end. Part of it, part of it is you know, the to mitigate uh, loading time so that there's at least a piece of the game on the thing. Others is that a game, you know, nowadays, AAA games especially, are so damn complicated that, you know, for it to write properly, I mean, to, to play properly, you it's almost the given that you're going to have a day one patch. Which is unfortunate, but, I mean, if we want these amazing looking games, yeah. it's kind of like the price we have to pay. Well, I'm not even talking about first install. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, that's a whole other thing. You get the game and you can't play it for five hours. <laughs> yep. Just okay. It's installed. You have all the patches. It still takes some of these games. Like Overwatch is even that bad compared to some like Destiny. It takes you literally ten minutes. Oh fuck! I could be. Oh, yeah. I could warp to of level eight one by the time in Mario Brothers like, <laughs> games start. Well, well, I'm sure we all have text documents that are a bit more kilobytes than Mario Brothers ever was. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. The further we get advanced, the further we go behind. Yes, fucking annoying. Because sometimes I just want to play for ten minutes, and I can't. I'm just loading the entire time. Yeah. You know it really grinds my gears. <laughs> well, if we happen to know, once you install, at least for the downloaded version, which on the PS4 was 98 gigs, Jesus which it took Christ. me eight, eight hours. It took me eight hours, like overnight, to download it. 98 but, gigs? Yes, for the whole game. Jesus. Yeah, That's I, what I said. <laughs> Aside from the game just uh, loading up after I push start to get me back to my last save, it, it's been running like smooth as butter. Awesome. So, so that's did it come on one disc? No, it was the, from the PSN store. Okay, so you would know. Oh, but I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, no, no, I'm saying, fucking does, no, Blu-rays in, don't hold that much information. No, it comes in two discs. Okay. That, I don't think that's possible. It would have to come in three. Maybe. Anyway. I know it's more than one disc, but yeah, two to three sounds about right. Or maybe if you even have the disc, it still makes you download shit. I'm sure I'm sure that's <laughs> yeah. true, too. I'm sure that's no, true. No, it does. And yeah, um, Eric from work, he uh, he's never been on a podcast. You guys don't know, but trust me. he <laughs> He has the physical version, and yeah, you need the disc to play the game. I'm not sure. He's still at the beginning also, so I'm not sure if you have to switch discs oh, for fuck. when you get to certain points. Dude, like, talk <laughs> talk about talk about fucking bullshit, Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Having to get up in the middle of your playtime and swapping the discs. Oh, my God. So if you're going to get this, I mean, it's 98 gigs. 
So clear up some space in your hard drive, but I think it's worth it to get the just a downloaded version. That's my two cents. Oy all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> happy, hey, happy Halloween, yep. fuckers. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We at Hans shot first. We'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans shot first. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Now, if you excuse me, I have to get myself some dinner. Blurg. Hey, what's that from? <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. Is that from something? Yeah, from audition. And it's stopping recording. Oh, got you. <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah, that was gold, Scott. Gold. <laughs> Damn it. Actually, I didn't stop. But, yeah, yeah, but now yeah. I'm stopping. All right, stop it. Stopping now. And...